Mary, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow and the next day and next year and a year after that. I'm shaking the dust of this crummy little town off my feet and I'm going to see the world. Italy, Greece, the Parthenon, the Colosseum. Then I'm coming back here and go to college and see what they know. And then I'm going to build things. I'm going to build airfields. I'm going to build skyscrapers a hundred stories high. I'm going to build bridges a mile long. Were you going to throw a rock? Hey, that's pretty good. What'd you wish, Mary? Buffalo gals, can't you come out tonight? tonight can't you come out tonight? Can't you come out tonight? Buffalo gals, can't you come out tonight? Dance by the light of the moon. What'd you wish when you threw that rock? Oh, no. Come on, no. tell me. If I told you, it might not come true. What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Hey, that's a pretty good idea. I'll give you the moon, Mary. I'll take it. Then what? Well, then you could swallow it. And it all dissolves, see? And the moonbeams that shoot out of your fingers and your toes and the ends of your hair. Am I talking too much? Yes! Why don't you kiss her instead of talking at her death? How's that? Why don't you kiss her instead of talking at her death? Want me to kiss her, huh? Oh, use is wasted on the wrong people. Hey. Alice is going down! circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bill. Ah, back. The Malcolm Go podcast starting again on December 20th, 2017. And you know what week it is. It's Alice is going down! The Buffalo Bills week. Buffalo Bills. It's Tony and Tyler in the Malcolm Go podcast after a big victory down in Pittsburgh. Not a, a very non-con... Uh, what do you call it? Non-controversial victory. You have to. I'm a little bit sick. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to apologize to the listeners. Let's get out there. 30,000 listeners. Up to 30,000. We don't listeners. lie to the listeners. Yeah. No, I'm Never up to 30,000 now. So I got to. Um, yeah, apologize to them. I got a bit of a little whittle, whittle cold. Uh, might be sniffling a bit during the, the show and uh, sneeze possibly and, and cough possibly. But I'm here for you. You got to come out here. I got to perform just like everybody else is. Like Tom Brady's expected to perform. We show up day in, day out. We That's put it. the work That's in. It. That's it. Nine to five. All day. Punch in. I'm just punch out. No days off. Yeah, I'm just a regular guy. I show up with my lunch bucket, go to work, go home. That's it. That's what blue I do. collar. Just blue, a regular dude. A couple of blue collar guys. It's a blue collar uh, podcast right here. It is. So that ending, V Pittsburgh, crazy. Probably the best, um, one of the best endings, well, was the craziest ending that I could remember ever, a Patriots um, regular season game. The only thing that rivaled that ending was the Seattle Super Bowl that I could think of. Maybe, I mean, yeah, both Super Bowl. Oh, not even. Most- I mean, I think Seattle because um, you know the Patriots were driving in the Atlanta game. And you kind of had the feeling they were going to win. That whole buildup was like better, you know, coming back. Yeah, you but like sure. you're you're so down, right? That one was crazy because it's almost exactly like Seattle where it was, okay, Patriots score, 
they got a pretty, you know, especially 2014, they got a great defense. I mean, Seattle's offense isn't that great. They're never going to come down there and score. Then they make that ridiculous catch, and you're like, fuck, they're going to lose again. I can't believe I'm – and I was at this once. I'm like, fuck this. I can't believe they're going to lose again. Would have been the second Super Bowl I was at that they lost. And uh, throws a pick. Your emotions completely flip. Uh, this one, same thing. I mean, but you knew Pittsburgh was good, but you thought, you know, 50 seconds they had to go down and kick a field goal. I kind of thought it was probably a, you know, a given at that time. They actually had a big kick return stop. You know, they stopped him at like the fucking 12. So I was like, oh, man, Patriots got a lot of momentum here. And uh, first play right off the bat, bang, like or whatever it was. It was, it was like 80 like the, yards. The fucking. silence after that play was like, because everyone was so fight up. Gronk makes that huge catch on the two conversion. Everyone's high five and everyone's fight up. And then it just instantly went to just like, ugh. Oh, it was like oh, literally funny. in the span of probably 30 seconds game time was like the happiest I've been in yeah. all season and then the saddest and most pissed off I've been all season it's like the and equi- then the happiest again I've been all season. Yeah, it's like it's like the equivalent of like, you know, like uh, getting laid after the bar one night and then going home and finding out like after that she's your second cousin. Like It's just that type of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're still a little excited, but you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so. Hey, where are the white women at? Uh, so, I don't know. I was, Gronk was unstoppable in this game. Fucking motivated. As mo- as motivated as you can be. I, mean, I You knew he was going to come in fucking jacked up after that Buffalo uh, suspension and missed the M- Miami game. The, uh, the first down he gave on his back. Maybe the best. That's a top gif of all time. I haven't been able to locate it yet, but I love it. It's my favorite thing I've ever seen. And Andy's like that. I didn't like actually when he scored the two point conversion, and he's like laughing at the D back, pretending to like behind him. He's like, you didn't like that. He's pointing at him, laughing. Then he spiked. He was like a robot laughing. He was like, ah ah ah. It was Terminator ah, laugh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Uh, but. The play before that, when Dion scored, I thought Gronk had like the best block I've ever seen. Both him and Dwayne Allen. But it turned out it was Dwayne Allen. Guys. Yeah, Dwayne Allen took some guy like 15 yards. Not only like did he turn him, but then blocked him like into the end zone. Yeah, he's like, a, he's a classic Patriots, uh, just blocking tight end that has you know very little. Uh, you know, even if he's a decent receiver somewhere else, he's just not going to be a receiver here. No. He's going to be a. Inline blocker because that he's like demolishes a, people. He just doesn't go down the middle of the field, and that's no. all, all the tight ends do. He's literally an old school last option. Like he's almost yeah. like a fullback where he just he'll drop into the flat and then just get three yards maybe. Yeah, uh, that's that. That's his game. Yeah, he's literally like that. The the tight end from like the nineties where it was like, all right, here's where you're gonna you're gonna run a. Five yards, gonna kind of come in and hook and just sit there. Yeah, when you were po- just <laughs> when you were just the classic fat yeah. tight end who was literally just an extra tackle. Yeah, that and then maybe roads. could go out there and just run into the flat and and sit in the middle of the field yeah. and or sit in the middle of the field and just catch it in his fat stomach and just stand there. Don't move. Don't yeah. adjust. Don't it's, do anything. Don't read anything. Just run here and stop. There's literally every tight end before Shannon Sharp and. Yeah. and and uh, like Ben, ben Coates. Coates. Yeah, before they started playing, every tight end was just Dwayne Allen. Um, so, I mean, Pittsburgh, once again, just cannot figure out how to cover them. They don't have anybody that can do it. And, um, you know, people, a lot of people were saying that Ryan Shazier may have changed that. I don't think so. I don't think a fucking middle linebacker is going to cover uh, Gronkowski. I mean, he's he's decent, but I don't think he's going to cover fucking Gronkowski the whole game and not get and, worn and down. I mean, Shazier and um, people were, like, talking about how, like, Antonio Brown got hurt, which... 
definitely broke his leg. It looks like, right? Le- they well, they out? said he tore his calf, which didn't make any sense to me because he whipped his leg off somebody. Yeah, and he looked like he broke right. his like the small walk. bone in his leg. Yeah, but uh, anyways, um, but they were like complaining, like, "Oh, these injuries! Like, if the injuries don't happen, it's like, well, you know, the pass had like five guys out on defense. Yeah, um, the Edelman's not playing. Hightower's out yeah. for the season. Like the Steelers have. I think the Steelers have two guys on IR. Yeah, the Patriots. Joe have Hayden like, was out, and that was like, yeah. The Patriots have like fifteen. Mm. Um. You know, the Joe Hayden might help him in the playoffs. Um, you know, if, if, oh, if a little, but not like, again. Mm. But he's a he's a man corn. He'll help on on Cooks, I guess. For some reason, the, he's not going to fucking man up. They stopped giving Le'Veon Bell the ball. I don't understand it either. He was fucking making twelve yards a pop. He could have had fucking three hundred yards in that game. In the they just kept running these sweeps, which is like, all right, we get it. The Pats couldn't really stop them, but mix up a little bit. Yeah, like they switched it. Where eventually the Pats figured out how to stop them, and they just kept trying to run it. It's kind of like what Atlanta was doing against us in the Super Bowl, running those toss could. sweeps that just they work until they don't, and then once they stop working, they didn't adjust. Yeah, I just couldn't. I mean, he was getting at least he must he averaged actually less than Dion Lewis did during the game is because they kept running those. You know, he's running that fucking off tackle or mm. dive play where he's just sitting there waiting for the blocks to take place and. Malcolm Brown and Lawrence Guy were formidable enough. Ricky John, Lawrence Francois, Guy. they all just, yeah. you know, they held it as Guy best they could. Good. I mean, and you know, he burst a few through there, but he wasn't he wasn't blowing through those blocks. And McCordy, Chung, they were making a shit ton of good tackles. Chung, yeah. I mean, McCordy must have had like seven tackles on Le'Veon Bell where it looked like Le'Veon Bell was about to break one. He just kind of hit lot. his knees together. He's going to be a problem. I mean, they it's going to be huge to get Van Noy back and yeah, get he would help. Alan Branch back. Yeah. Um, it's just gonna gonna be a huge to get these guys. Trey Flowers healthy, like that would help. Trey, yeah, exactly, full steam. Uh, but, uh, they're just struggling right now. I set, thought they, setting an edge at all. I thought Pittsburgh should have went for it on that fourth and one with Le'Veon. I did too. I didn't know why they didn't do because I was watching. They were at home. I mean, I guess they were close. You know, down. I get where they were, but I would I would have been like if you're looking at it from past standpoint, you much rather than punt the ball. Yeah, because if they go for it. Game's over, basically. Yeah, and no one can stop Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, it's like he's the best back that you want For to get one that yard. one yard because he can just he'll be patient and he's fast. He can go bounce outside. He'll be patient. He'll make it if the hole's there. Like he was gonna. I don't. Re- I don't think you know. I can't remember that them stopping him behind the line. No, during that game at all. They they got you know. It was never like a, a push. Yeah, back. no, there was yeah. never anybody blew through the line and stopped him in the backfield. And how many times do you see Le'Veon Bell run into the line of scrimmage? Like go nowhere into the back of the guard exactly, and then yeah. kind of just all of a sudden he's like bounced it out and he's getting like twenty yards on the outside. You're like, what the fuck? No, he's he's tough, but I think once um, Antonio Brown went out, the defense kind of fucking had a reset because the whole defense was predicated on double teaming Antonio Brown yeah. the whole game. So once he got hurt, they kind of had to refigure out what they were going to do with their defense. They didn't go for some reason double team or like figure out how to stop. Um, Le'Veon Bell or like spy him or whatever they had to do. Like they, they kind of like just went to a base defense with you know their cover two typical mm. defense and they uh, tried to put Trey Flowers on him a ton. It was never that was working. horrible. I hated that. I mean he ran the same play, I think three times and they just threw it to him. He ran up like he was running a, re- a wheel route and then cut back and Trey Flowers like bit. I don't even know if he looked back. He just he might still be running to the end zone right now. Trey Flowers had no idea that fucking Le'Veon Bell stopped. <laughs> I mean, that was horrible. That can't happen again. No. Um, the big, the other thing I want to bring up was on the big play, uh, they're like 69-yard 
Juju Smith-Schuster fucking up the sidelines. Oh, yeah. Fucking Jordan Richards. That was just... Was the... I fucking... He's just in the way. I don't like him. I don't want him playing on the defense anymore. He's... They're literally... They must be using him because he's a body right now. I don't now. remember him making a play... He, he had that first game of the. Didn't he have like a force a fumble in game one? Yeah, I think he got the first or like the fumble of Kareem it. Hunt or something. Yeah, but and that's I, it. That's all I, I want remember. everyone, all the Malcolm goers out there, to watch the replay of yeah. that. And he literally knocks Eric Rowe over and like just reaches. I don't know what he doesn't even. He's he Smith Schuster runs up the sideline. He's probably a yard in from the sideline. All he has to do is lean forward and push him. He dives backwards, knocks Eric Rowe down, misses the fucking push completely, and he just goes for he seventy like just, yards. Like, I was like, like "This is that's fucking ridiculous." Rubbed that's like, his body, like he just kind of rubbed him. Like softly. it was almost the exact same play that happened the week before when uh, when Le'Veon Bell ran up the sidelines against Cincinnati. Do you remember that? Did you watch it? It was like a Monday night game. I was only watching it because I was because Cincinnati was winning. I was like, "Oh, maybe the Patriots can pick up a." a the one seed here without even having to go to Pittsburgh. And the uh, fucking guy, I don't even know who it was, but he just stood there. Literally, one of the guys just stood there. Didn't didn't try and touch him or anything. He must have thought the guy in front of him was going to push him out. But Le'Veon Bell just ran right by him, right up the sideline. With, like, you could fucking, you couldn't even have slid a piece of paper in between the two of them. They were so close. And the guy didn't even touch him. He just sat there. It was like, oh. Um, he's just but, so bad. Like, he just really is just, he's not aggressive. He, he he's, he's got not no good dog in him. He's not a good tackler. Like he's not. He, he can't doesn't do anything. Not one thing good. And McCourty like, took a real bad angle on that too. Uh, like maybe he was expecting Richards to like force him back to. Mc- like he figured, all right, Richards has the sidelines. So then if he cuts it back in, I'll make the play. Uh, and he's a he liability. Just, he can't. You like you said, he can't tackle. I haven't seen him make a special teams play. Um, they maybe he's I like a Swiss he, Army knife where he can kind of like play linebacker. Uh, and, but I would and think safety, Ebner would have been much do, better. Uh, Ebner would be a hundred times better because you know what? Ebner's not going to miss a tackle. But he didn't even play. Well, Ebner's out for the season. I know, but he didn't even play. Like Richards was playing over Ebner, even when Ebner was healthy. Like, it well, here's a thing where I think where Belichick gets into to things like this is he doesn't like he did the same thing with Tavon Wilson. That's you know when even when guys don't work, if you're a second round pick, he's going to try and make you work for like. Two or three years, you know what I mean, before he cuts you. Because yeah. he's such a high draft pick, it would be such a waste, which it already is. I mean, Jordan Richards is a bust. I think he's the biggest bust they've ever had. Yeah, I can't think. He's bad. Him versus Chad Jackson. I think Chad Jackson at least had a touchdown once. No, I hate that guy with the. Um, I hate that dude who uh, Razai Dowling. He was a bust too, but he he could play when he could play. Yeah, he was. Just but he was hurt. just always hurt. Yeah, that was I the problem with him. him. That wasn't. That was he different. came around right. The reason I hate him, hate him more is because he came around when the Pats had like no corners for like five years. And yeah, like, they're like, all right, first round draft pick corner. I'm like, all right, we're set, we're golden. And then he just sucked. Yeah, Cyrus Jones is pretty bad. Cyrus Cyrus Jones is pretty bad. He you know he he had a decent enough preseason where he was going to make the team, and then he tore his ACL in the fourth preseason game. What? Like I don't understand. Do they draft like? Not based off talent, they draft based off like how well you can know the defense. But I feel like I once think, I think in the secondary they do, yeah. I, be, I feel like they might do that at all positions, but it it's really glaring in the secondary when these yeah, guys the secondary just suck they dick. they don't. I don't think they draft they draft off athletic ability. I think they no. draft based off of uh, your intelligence. Like that's why I said last week, 
they draft up based off if you're a coach on the field like type player. Like Jordan Richards is supposed to be a coach on the field type player that they could have literally. I don't even think he would have made the fucking uh, the Arena Football League. Like I remember when they drafted him, they were like, "He's not." He they drafted him in the second round, like Mel Kiper, who you don't. I don't really give a lot of credence to, but him and Todd McShay were like. I, I, Todd McShay was like he was like the 70th safety on my list and, he, and I think uh, what's his name was like I don't even ha- he's not even on my sheet I, I, like they they were struggling to find highlights of him and they were uh, talking they were like well maybe Belichick knows better than we do and he was fucking you know and usually I mean Duran Harmon was the same type of reach Tavon Wilson was the same type of reach and only I mean even Logan Ryan was a pretty big reach but they fucking I know McCordy was all those Rutgers guys but those guys pretty much all worked out yeah they could all play Richards is just a bum. Yeah, he's bad. I've never hated a Patriot. Like, I've there's always been something where I'm like, oh, Belichick sees something in this guy. And I've, you know, Cassius Marsh I didn't like, even though I knew Belichick liked him. Uh, who else? I can't even think of another guy that I didn't like. Like, Gary Guyton I didn't really like. <laughs> I was a big Gary Guyton guy. Yeah. I love the guy. He had a couple good plays. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was a speed linebacker. He was a speed um, linebacker. He'd never tackle anyone. He'd yeah. always slide off the tackle. But he was just kind of, I don't know, I always had a soft spot for him. He it. was like a special teams ace. He would have yeah. been like that. But, like, I didn't like, I mean, he was okay. I mean, I hated, I just hate, I hate Jordan Richards. I can't watch him play football. I, no, he he's just, just bad. He's always in the way. Uh, the Patriots, the ending, being ready for that fake spike. Classic Patriots, situational football right there. Mm. I so I was watching the um the clips of it earlier, and um of how Pittsburgh basically blew it. So all the excuses are coming out, and Roethlisberger is basically throwing everybody under the bus of what happened. So yeah, he's saying. Is- he said, like, first, he's like, I'm not – I didn't call timeout. I was asking the coaches if they wanted to call timeout. There's video of him literally fucking pirouetting down the field, calling timeout, like, looking around to find where the refs might be. Which he's I like, didn't think was the worst timeout, though. No, you're in the middle of the field. You got tackled in the middle of the field. You didn't have any timeout. I mean, you didn't have uh, – you weren't going to get down there and spike it fast But he enough. was saying that he, they didn't feel like they should call timeout? Yeah, he said that they he wasn't trying to call timeout. Why? He – <laughs> he was clearly calling time. He out. really is. He like was panicking. This is actually real bad for the, yeah, the Steelers. He's, he's yeah, he's panicking right now because this means that they're like all spiraling out of control in a loss that they should have won. They should just yeah. Be like, no, they get they've got lost to Jacksonville at home written all over them yeah, right now in the playoffs. One hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Jacksonville already beat the shit out of them. Uh, I'm kind of nervous about Jacksonville to be honest. That defense looks pretty fucking ferocious. Mm. They yeah. can rush the pass. Who I don't cover. like is that. That dude Ramsey is fucking nasty. Yeah, he's he nasty. He was so good at he's Florida like, State. He's like old school Darrell Reeves yeah. nasty. And he's like a shit talking like he's a motherfucker. Like at Florida State, he used to make every single tackle on the field. Like he would on one play he would sack, the next play he would drop into coverage and play perfect coverage, and then they blitz him again on third down and get another sack. So they it's got like, him and Bouye fucking they're they're they have man corners that are sick. Like they they can handle. They could shut down Cooks and Hogan, single coverage and double Gronk all game. Yeah, and they got a crazy pass rush. You know, yeah, the only, and they have a yeah, and then offense. Like, thank God they have Bortles. Though. Yeah, I know Bortles the only thing saving them from being terrible. Because you know, I mean, he can't beat the Patriots. No, he can't. Not on the road. No, and because you know the Pats are going to do the simple thing where they're going to put forty-two guys in the box. And they're going to have a fucking wall of guys. Yeah, make they play man-to-man. Same and thing they did with fucking Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Same thing they did with any, you know, all those and other McCordy guys. And McCordy will have two picks. And it'll be like one of those games where McCordy just sets you up a couple times and picks them off. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Bortles will, will absolutely 
you never know. I mean, I don't want to get that too far down the line because that, that would be an AFC Championship game matchup if it was anything. If they, Yeah, if the pass keep winning. Yeah, so um, I want to talk about the, the situational football they had. So the Roethlisberger completely burying his coaches, saying he didn't want to call a timeout when he was fucking singing, singing and dancing timeout down the field. Um, then I was just watching, and Tomlin was right, and Tomlin's like, I don't want to clock it here. I don't want to clock it here. We have another down. I want to fucking call a play. I want to call a play. So he's telling the coach, Todd Haley, call a play if this guy's tackled inbounds. So he's tackled inbounds. The, uh, Darius Hayward Bay, which great play by Malcolm Butler to tackle him inbounds and keep the clock running. So now they're kind of scrambling. The Patriots are not scrambling. What play? So this is a second down goal after... So after, after the they, Jesse James play, after he, uh, so the guy goes obviously not a touchdown by the way. Yeah, I want to get into that in a minute, but let's talk about this real so, quick. So so yeah, all right. So they have the tight end play. They were all right, and now it's second down. They throw that little slant. Malcolm Butler brings him down. Yeah, he brings him down inbounds. So the they had to call a play in. It should have been two. There should have been two plays called the line. Second down if he and second down and third down if he didn't get in. So what they should have done if if he didn't get out of bounds, there should have been a play already in you know into Roethlisberger that he could call at the line, so they could run yeah, a play. Yeah, because if it's incomplete, they would just call the next play. Yeah, exactly. But if if it's complete and he's in bounds, he should already have the play ready. Ready, so he but he ahead. didn't. So they screwed that up, oh, and they had like th- they had something like three and a half minutes after Jesse Jane, you know, during the during the review. Oh shit! So they had they were just like sitting three, there. And they were just sitting there doing nothing, right? So they so. The Patriots are game planning like if he's not going to get, you know, it's not going to be a catch, whatever. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to do. And um, the Steelers didn't do anything. They just called, you know, maybe the second down play, which was a shitty play. Butler tackles him inbounds. Awesome. Now Pittsburgh scrambles. Everybody in the world thinks he's going to spike it, including fucking Pittsburgh's receivers. You know, he takes it. It looks like a fake spike. He said it wasn't a fake spike. And well, only one guy. It obviously was a fake spike because the offensive line – when Big Ben was dropping up. back, to, they turned around and looked at Big Ben to see what he was doing. Yeah. And, and they took him trying to pass the ball, and they started blocking. He fucking <laughs> one guy went into went into a route. That Eli Rogers guy, well, the only guy. The other ones just stood there, didn't know what was going on. And uh, he ran a slant. Eric wrote, and for some reason he threw it. I don't know why he didn't throw it away. No shit. Or just throw it into the ground. When and you then, know you're down by three. Down by matter. three, you're on the fucking two yard line. All you have to do is kick a field goal, and it's overtime. And he forced it in. Game over. Stupidity. Bad play. But he, they're, like, blaming the shit out of each other. Um, Which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good for us. I mean, but Pittsburgh's having a meltdown over the uh, the big play, the uh, Jesse James catch that wasn't. Um, so, and I saw that. I was like, oh. I mean, it was mostly the angle. I was like, fuck. So it was, like, the worst. You know, I had the high. I was way up here, pumped up. And then I saw him, you know, go in. Score touchdown, and I was like, "What are they reviewing?" Like, it didn't even click with me that they what were they reviewing? And then Romo was like, "Oh, are they reviewing?" Because he, what makes sense is he was the guy that threw the pass to Dez, the big did Dez catch it ball, right? With uh, you know, in the in the playoffs at Green Bay, and it's the exact same thing that happened. And um, so it, it clicked in his head. Then he started saying, "It's like, oh, well, maybe he didn't." I mean, the ball kind of rolls when he hits the ground. I couldn't really tell from the angles they were showing. And then they call it incomplete, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. They fuck it up. So then I, you start seeing more and more angles. He catches the ball, lands on his knee, reaches over. 
you know, lunge for the end zone. As soon as his hands hit the ground, his left hand comes completely off the ball, rolls over it, and the ball's sitting on the ground. Now, if you were a runner, that's a touchdown 100% of the time. He was still in the process of a catch because nobody had touched him yet, so he has to survive the ground, this dumb rule, survive the ground. So you have to catch, you know, make a football move, and, uh, you know, touch the ground. Same thing happened to the Patriots this year. Rob Gronkowski had a touchdown against uh, Denver that looked exactly like a touchdown. wasn't as egregious as this, and that was called back. So every single play has been called like that after, like, Calvin Johnson had the big famous one, like, 10 years ago. Every single play has been called the same. They changed the, the catch rule that offseason, and every single time you have to survive the ground. If you drop the ball, the ball jiggles, and you're not fucking in the end zone, and it's not under your body, like, on, on your hands, it's a no catch. No, it makes sense. It was like, once you watch it again, yeah. and you're like, you see what... His is obviously worse than the Dez catch in the playoffs. It was worse than... The Calvin catch. Like, those other catches look more like catches. This one was like... He literally dropped the ball. Yeah. After he goes down, he drops the ball. And the, the dumbest part about the whole thing is he could have just caught it with his back, held on to it, and just kind of, Probably like, rolled... F- yeah, the, fell like, into it. Back. Even if he got caught... Like, he had no clue he where he was He didn't have to field. dive. If he caught the ball and, like, held on his it. chest and just fell backwards, he would have went in. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was... Pretty dumb. It, does, it was Pittsburgh is losing their fucking minds over it. It's still. The, oh yeah, they're fucking. The, the refs are in the Patriots' pockets. The fucking cheating, cheating continues. What do the no I one in the NFL wants the Patriots to win anymore? Yeah. They're like they make more money if a different team goes to the playoffs yeah. because someone else besides the Patriots. Everybody is there. hates it. And Everybody. No one's get, yeah. No one even watches Patriots games. No one likes the Patriots. No. They just keep. It's like any team though. It's not because it's a thing, but. Oh, that is funny. Any team that's good is fucking hated on by somebody. Like, the Yankees are always hated, even, the, you know, but they can do whatever they want. I mean, fucking, they still got giant legions of fans everywhere. The Patriots are literally just have fucking New England left. I don't, yeah, even with the Cowboys, like, the Cowboys, even when they were real big, like, there's kind of cowboy fans you meet, like, all over the country. I, you don't really meet Patriots fans unless, like, oh, where are you from? Situate. Oh, that makes sense. I bet you're, you, I bet you're gonna find them, like, you know, 15 years down the line when they become adults. Because I bet you there's a lot of kids becoming Patriots fans now. Just like, you know, when we were in elementary, well, I was in elementary school in like the early 90s and fucking the Cowboys were winning every Super Bowl. Kids had Cowboys starter jackets but on. I think they had more of like a cachet. Like, I don't well, think. Well, the Cowboys people, were always like the big team. Well, Tom Brady's not forever. like cool. Like, if you're a kid, uh, like. What? Rogers is like the man. Sorry? Sorry? Hold on. I had a. I wanted to look and see something. Cake eater. I want to. I gotta find something. Can you? Can you repeat that? No, but here's a. Brady's not like like flashy. He's not like funny. Who's avocado here, Larry? <laughs> keep saying it. I don't care. I'm gonna keep finding he's, bits. Like Rogers is like he scrambles. Here's he makes throws idea. on the run. Cam point. Newton is awesome so to watch. More interesting for the listener. You get nothing. <laughs> You lose. Call Tom Brady. I don't think people think like Peyton Manning. Like, no, I don't think there's Peyton Manning fans out there. Oh, there's Peyton Manning fans. There's a Peyton Manning army in Indianapolis, but like, no one likes Peyton Manning. He's he's like a goober. Yeah, he's a fucking people like him. Trust me. He had enough of those terrible commercials that weren't funny, and you realize like after three, he's like a fucking all right. We get it. Cut that meat. Uh, Cut that meat. I disagree with you wholeheartedly that Tom Brady doesn't have fans everywhere. You think he has fans like? Yes. No, everywhere. I think people like respect, but I don't think he has like fans like Cam Newton has fans. 
Yeah, Cam Newton. Yes, I guess that's Cam true. Newton. Like he does like cool shit. Like after he scores, like things kids like Cam. Things that look Gronk like Gronk has fans. Yeah, people love Gronk, but like there's no one on the Patriots defense that anyone. likes. I get what you're saying because pa- uh, Brady's more of a fundamentals guy. He just he's shows like, up and does what he he's needs like to a do. Perfected. He's Tim Duncan. He's perfect. Who likes Tim Duncan? No he, one. he is. He's a he's a legend that's perfected like quarterbacking. He doesn't do. Uh, Right, running around and fucking gunning it from no. the run and fucking running ninety-five yard touchdowns there's like no, Michael. He's not. As, he's not exciting. There's basically. a twelve-year-old kid going, "Hey, did you see him step up in the pocket yeah. on that one?" Like that's oh, when he was moving that pocket, <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. See, he always does. The thing is, he sides forward and then to the left. That's what gets me going. No, they want to see someone. He's got run down eyes the in the field. back of his head. They want to see like Rogers scrambles, he slides, like he gets first downs. Like those guys have fans. Gronk has fans, but there's no one like on the Pats. Well, Edelman, everyone also maybe. everyone just assumes Brady's a cheater now. Because now and def- who on the defense? I like to, so I don't think the Patriots def- have. There's a nobody lot of fans. on the defense has fans. Maybe Malcolm Butler. He might start to get. I can't even picture like people like McCordy. Like McCordy is no, really he's cool. Just, yeah, he's no. not a big hitter. He like yeah. There's no killers on that defense. There's no, that's no why I talks. said there's no personality. They're all they're all coaches on the field. Yeah. Like Malcolm Butler has swagger. Yeah. That's why I love Malcolm Butler. He's the only one that shows any like. Swag emotion on the field, and Gilmore kind of looks cool. Just his hair is. Well, like, anytime like, you look at Gilmore, and you're like, "Oh, that guy." Guy looks like a corner. Yeah. yeah. Except when he's playing cornerback, he doesn't <laughs> really look like a cornerback. Um, you know, he had a rough game in Pittsburgh. He didn't look good. Fucking Martavis Bryant hit warp speed yeah. off that on that thing up the up the line. Remember that pass he, up the he, line? He was like back and perfect. Forth. Low, he's like in perfect. You know, Bryant's in, uh, Bryant, whatever. Gilmore's in perfect position, running with him. The ball's coming in, and Gilmore's just sitting there ready to, like, make a play, and then fucking Brian oh, hits yeah. warp speed, dives, like, 30. He must have, it looked like he gained 15 yards in yeah. a quarter second. Gilmore looked like he, like, got spun around for some reason for, like, when he was uh, just running stride for stride. He just, like, stopped. He didn't look but like he But he, he did make a couple good plays. He made a couple, like, good plays on slants and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, he, he looked, I don't know. He had an average game. I mean, yeah, he had an off game. He played great. fucking seven or eight great games before it. He's not going to be elite. He's not going to be a shutdown guy every game. But um, like I said, I think the Antonio Brown injury threw the defense into fucking whack. They, I, I think they had to change everything based off of that and like who was covering who because they were all set. Like a, they had it showed like they had Gilmore on Brown. Then they had you know with a coverage over the top, and they had Bryant, um, you know Butler on Bryant, um, and you know they were using Chung on fucking Jesse James, yeah, which. Chung had a great complete game. mismatch. I mean, Chung's the he covers safeties, he covers tight ends better than anybody in the league. I think he could cover Gronk probably. How about uh, as best he could? I mean, I yeah, don't that's know if he probably could why do. he's so good at it. Yeah, that's probably him. right. You play in practice all the time. How about uh, the fact that uh, it was Deron Harmon that had an, yet another game? He's the closer. Pick. He's just always around it's the ball. Fucking, I mean, great thing was tipped I don't want to him, say ball, he, ball hawk, ball hawk. But he like you have to like it's kind of like. A, it was tipped right up to him like it was an easy pick. But if you're talking the catch, well, that's always how but it he's is. always in the right spot. Yeah. He's just always where he needs to be to make a play constantly. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. He must. That's like something like his. They, I think they said it was like his seventh game-ending interception or something yeah. like that. He, he just like fucking. Oh. That's. But he's like, and he's also like, he's like, yeah, he's a leader on the team. He's a fucking. Everyone loves him on the team. He's like a. He's a ca- captain of the defensive backs. I never thought he was going to turn into anything like this. I do like him a lot. And you know that he's not going to go anywhere and get money. No. Because he doesn't a, really play that much. He doesn't make mistakes, though. He no. just he plays his position. He's fucking a deep center field, uh, strong safety, doesn't or free safety, whatever, doesn't fuck around. He's, 
He's sideline to sideline. He doesn't really get moved by the quarterback's eyes too much. He's fucking good. Uh, it is weird. I, uh, the only thing I will say is, like, I still feel like they need to run the ball more. Yeah. They ran it pretty well in Lewis Pittsburgh. had a pretty good game. Yeah, he did. He had, actually, he had um, a higher yards per rush than Le'Veon Bell. He, um, you know, he was catching the ball out of the backfield. There was something like, you know how PFF does that fucking... They grade like every running back. Mm. He's like the fourth highest graded running back in the NFL right now. Well, over the whole, I feel season. like every time he gets the ball, he makes like something good happen. He does. He's a he's a and he's so elusive. Devlin is just a fucking monster. He's Devlin had some fucking big boxes. Yeah, I love that McDaniel's brought back the fucking fullback. It's yeah. so fucking it's it's sick right now. It just makes sense because you want. It's like I don't know. There's no. The linebackers aren't big enough to handle them. Like they have these small guys like Bobby Wagner, like guys like that around the league. It's fast guys because yeah. it's a more of a passing league now. Yeah. So there's a lot of speed guys, and you're basically taking a receiver off the field when you bring in Devlin. Well, so, you like, thought because he, I mean, you would think that, but he usually is shorthanded until he yeah. dropped that fucking pass this week. Problem this week, he did. But bad. he's fucking. He made the Pro Bowl. He's pretty ah. fucking legit. He fucking crushes people. Um, you know. You don't think about it, but it kind of derailed the 2015 season when he broke his leg. Like yeah, the that run was a game was fa- not even close to the same. It was a big factor that people yeah. don't because it's like nobody you, remembers you, that you go one dimensional instantly. Like yeah. if he got hurt again, they wouldn't be able to run the ball. Right, and especially with Dion Lewis running up the middle, because that, like you said, it kind of saves it saves you the big bodied back mm. because you got fucking Devlin's laying the punch, smashing with the yeah. Uh So yeah, Dion Lewis looked good. I mean, Burke had the injury that hurts. You know, they're going to lose him for probably. I'd bet they would lose him for these last two games, and then he'll probably be back for the week after the bye. Yeah, so that's a. Um, this game's kind of a scary game, Buffalo. Yeah, because Buffalo still has to has stuff to play for. And Patriots do too, but. Good. Yeah, the Patriots Buffalo's, have a lot to play for. If they lose, they, they're number three, right? Yeah, unless Pittsburgh and Jacksonville lose. So, so if they lose one of these next two games, they, draw, they lose the home field advantage. They would lose the home field advantage. Yeah, they wouldn't be the number one seed unless Pittsburgh lost the same game. So Patriots have to win out to be the number one seed to ensure that it. sucks because it would suck if it like. But don't I don't know. I just think Buffalo at home. You should beat Buffalo at home. You should beat the Jets at home. No yeah, but problem. This Buffalo team, like I don't know. I hate I hate that Lashawn McCoy is their running back. You yeah. don't want to fast shift your running back. Like who the fuck is going to tackle him? I don't know. They did it two weeks or fucking three weeks ago with less players. That was, yeah. But, and then they have Tyrod Taylor, who he's not good, but he, he is. He can make plays. He could win a game. He, he could be just a problem all game long where they just can't continue. And I'm him. worried about the defense fucking looking, trying to fuck assassinate Gronkowski. Well, no. He, the guy came out and said he wasn't going to do that. I don't believe him. You know, I don't it. believe him. No. I think the whole hood won't crawl. The yeah, whole the hood won't I think the whole hood is out to get him, <laughs> and I think that they come in, and I, I think that it's re- it's for real. I think it's for real. <laughs> Niggas is wildin'! <laughs> they're going to come. I think there's going to be... You're going to see knee shots. I'm telling you. I'm going to be nervous. I'm watching knee shots all game. I don't know. I don't think he, I don't think you can. Well, the only thing that's saving them is Buffalo to- still has something to play for. Yeah, and this will happen to this. They have out. to win the game. The Saints fucking coach fired yeah, or suspended. I, well, they don't have to make a fucking, you know, they don't have to pay the player to do it. But I guess that's true. Yeah, you just do it. I mean, yeah. it's it's in the I rules. You can hit him in the knee. Just don't hit him in the head. <sighs> that's what I'm nervous about. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I hope not. But it's Christmas Eve. 
you got to go out and you got to win this game. You have to. I mean, it's 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 such a a big fucking a big uh, game. And the Patriots. Are, I mean, after you watch them, Le'Veon Bell, they can't set an edge right now. No, they have nobody that can do it. Getting is, reinforcements. Is, what's back. his name back? Is Wise playing so? Wise is playing not well. He's just kind of hitting a like rookie wall where he just. Yeah. He looked good early, and then now he's just kind of. I haven't. He's the pass rush type guy. I mean, I haven't seen him stand up and like set an edge yet. Uh, it's weird only, because, like, if Ninkovich is like, he would and he he's never not on the field. First of all, Ninkovich, yeah. and he would be fucking perfect right now. He would make us. He would probably have four sacks this year. Yeah, he but he would just be always just there, never He'd, like. Yeah, he would not let somebody around his edge. Yeah, he would just always just stand in the way. You know, and some if he didn't make the tackle, a linebacker would, and like at most you'd get two yards around the corner. You yeah. know, these guys are just running around. They're like nobody's there, and there's no it's chase like fucking, after. No, it's like the 1800s fucking Army Navy game. It's <laughs> it, nothing but toss sweeps. That's yeah. it. Um, oh, it stinks. I mean, and I, I, uh, getting getting Van Noy back's gonna help. You know, getting Allen Branch back's gonna help. How's Buffalo's defense? Good. I mean, they held the Patriots in check all game. What was it, nine to three at halftime? And they were barely moving the ball. Yeah, and they finished what twenty seven three or twenty three three or something. Yeah, it was twenty. It was like twenty something to three. I think it was twenty three to three. They got Gronk involved, and like they couldn't stop Gronk all game. Um, but again, like I said, I mean, fucking, there's going to be something going on with Gronk this week. I mean, now you got Kenny Britt who factors into it. He helps a lot. He made one catch. I mean, he learned something during the week he was here. Yeah, he made he one play, one catch. Um, I do like Hogan Kevin will Britt. come back, so that'll be good. Probably, hopefully, I don't know for sure. He was practicing today. That was a surprise. He didn't play against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and that again, was a weird and it's one. another thing. You were missing fucking Hogan against the Steelers, and you still went out there and fucking threw the ball all over. Dorsett's just not good. I disagree. I don't think Dorsett's not good. I think that they they don't. He, I think he's a backup to Cooks. He's like Cooks is. Um, yeah, but he doesn't really run any insurance. Routes. He just goes fast. Yeah, it's, he's just like zoom, like it's like if you were playing Madden and you were the receiver when your yeah. friends playing. You don't really run like stop and do a hitch. You just kind of drag across the field like forever. Like that's all he does. He doesn't cut. I never see him make a single cut. No, maybe I don't know. I, I haven't watched him all that closely, but he's like the fifth option always. Yeah, he's never the fucking first or second option. He's always. You know, I thought he was gonna have a breakout game because of Hogan not being there, and he didn't do anything. No, I mean it was it would be nice if Britt could actually give a couple catches. Like they really do need that physical receiver to another guy to kind of go up the middle because Hogan yeah. does it; he'll go across the middle, but he's been getting killed. Yeah, he literally Brady has been getting him killed. Yeah, this year. and he's willing to do it, but like yeah. they need like Britt to be the guy who kind of does it on the other side of Gronk. Hopefully, he's able to do that because Cooks never can't. Know how this Cooks guy is fucking just acts. too small; he doesn't really go for balls. No. And he's like fucking one hundred seventy-five pounds. Amendola does it a little bit, but he's like even nervous. But to he do dives it. at the ground. Yeah. He's smart about it. He knows yeah. one more headshot to him, he's in fucking the crazy house because but fucking yeah, Hogan CTE land. Yeah. Um, There's only so many times you can watch, you can watch Hogan holding his ribs after a big yeah, catch. No, you know, Brady, oh. I, I said it on the podcast earlier this year that he was throwing him fucking hospital balls left yeah. and right. Like he was, like for the, I don't know if they weren't on the same page for the first like few weeks of the season, but he was throwing high, low, fucking behind him. I don't know if he can't like understand Hogan's speed or like where he's gonna be, but it's just not the same as like Edelman or something like where I'll hit him in stride every time or Gronk. Hogan's always like getting hit in the hands like way up high and he'll make the catch or he'll have to reach back and get a catch and then he'll get fucking a, a helmet to the gut 
Yeah, it's like Hogan has that like different type of speed. Yeah. Um. He he. Hogan and Brady had some of the best long ball connections Brady's ever really had with like another guy. Yeah, he hasn't been Moss, doing that much this year, but he got hurt. And uh, you know, Cooks has really been more of the speed guy that's been getting open. I feel like Brady's hurt too. He can't really throw the long ball like he has. Like a lot of his balls are always underthrown. They're always they end up getting picked off. Really. He threw a pretty good long ball to Cooks in the first big play yeah. of the game this week. But that was like a that wasn't really like a, a fifty six. That was like a thirty five or twenty five yard to like the sideline. You know what I mean? That was like a deep like deep sideline ball flag. Like, yeah. Where it's like he used to be able to just throw the ball that Hogan could run under like a deep post. He doesn't really hit, he doesn't hit Cooks on any of those really. I don't like I don't I don't like any of Brady's struggle stuff. Like when you when you start hearing about Brady struggling late in the season, and then they're talking about Garoppolo's just tearing up the league now, like he's the fucking league MVP. Oh, I know. It's driving me a little bit nuts. Like. Oh, and Garoppolo won again. He beat like the Titans no shit. and the fucking in, in the last second. He beat like the Cardinals. Goal. Yeah, and the, yeah, it's not fucking in a game they shouldn't even really won. Yeah, the, he's winning games that like you know he's winning, but I mean he's not fucking exactly Tom Brady all of a sudden because he's fucking you know he's been hyped for so long. No one wants him in the playoffs. No, who's confident with Jimmy G with the with what Brady did to Gronk at the end of that fucking game? Yeah, like me? can that anybody come up and be like that? Nasty. That is. That is, that's what I mean. Like Brady can have a bad game or a bad few weeks, and then when it's crunch time, it's fucking crunch time, and that's Brady's zone. I but mean, he's throwing passes high over the middle with fucking a minute left in the game into spots that I can't even fucking notice. Like you can't even see it from no. on your. T- you just he's throws and you're like, where's he throw? And he's fucking Gronk hasn't even cut yet, and like a safety's coming down. And he fucking throws it like at where the safety's gonna be, and fucking hits Gronk in the chest right when he cuts. It's crazy. And nobody else like, I I can't remember another quarterback in the league who eats hits like Brady does. And gets he up and fucking screams. Absolutely, just sits there and plants and will Whoa. eat a fucking hit and just get blasted. Uh, I mean, you might be able to say Vinny Tessaverdi used to take. Yeah, well, Big Vin. Everyone yeah. knows Vin was like that. Who Belichick called. One of the most athletic guys he's ever coached and said he could play any position in the league he I wanted to. I believe it. To. Any Italian can play any position <laughs> in the league. He's a fucking... Uh, he played like 20 years quarterback. He was yeah. only a hundred teams. And he was good at the end, too. Like, he wasn't bad. He was no. like solid quarterback. He played for a fucking... He started for Belichick in Cleveland. Yeah. Then he came and like 30 years later played for the Patriots. Um he was on the fucking Buccaneers. What did he get drafted? The Buccaneers? I forget. He played in like 17 Yeah, I think teams. he got drafted because he, he went to the U and almost made that fucking uh, championship team. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He, he was, um, I mean, he was a good quarterback. I mean, he was, uh, I mean, he was a, your average fucking run-of-the-mill journeyman is did basically you, what he was. Just what a great the, name. Uh, the article this week about what, it basically came out Monday that said, um, the Patriots don't let their guys like reach, reach the, it. Yeah, after zone. that Jesse James thing, then every, well, what was that? It was the Jesse James one and what happened Sunday night with Derek Carr, like the quarterback. Uh, right. right at the end of the game, they're down by three, and he reaches for a pylon to extend, and he fumbles the ball out of his hands into the end zone for a uh, a touchback, and uh, came out that Belichick is a rule that you'll get benched if you do that. Yeah, but said. then I thought that fucking Cooks and and. Uh, Somebody said something today. He's like, yeah, that's not true. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, really? They, yeah. they come on and said no? Well, anytime you ever see a, a Patriots guy do it, it's always two-handed. Well, they're holding the ball. Yeah, but they still reach for it. 
they always reach for it. Yeah. I think that maybe they're talking about like when they when they're in the process of a catch. I think so. I think it's different. I think it's um. So yeah, because I saw like Maserati and all these fucking assholes were like, "Oh, the Patriots don't do that," like and like posted a ton of pictures of the Patriots reaching for the pylon. But it's but it's more of when they're not a runner. Like so, it's like when they're in the yeah. process of a catch, they don't reach. So they reach all the time, but they're but not. But I've never seen a guy reach out one handed for an end zone. Like no, what happened to Severian Jenkins? Like that, those type of plays. Yeah, like, you never reach out to do it. Yeah, exactly. Once last time the pass fumbled into the end zone for a touchback. I don't know. I mean, it's such a rare play. I can't even remember it ever happening. I, I can't remember. You may have stumped oh, me yet, Tony. old friend. Tony. You know, this is the end of the Malcolm Go yeah, podcast. We're going to seal it Finally up. been stumped. Yeah. I remember when they've they've had a... We're going to wrap it up. They've done safeties on purpose. I remember on purpose safeties they've done. Yeah, that's a little... Yeah, that's true. Cla- the classic comeback at Denver when he snapped it through the uprights. Like 2004, nice. three. I say it was two thousand three, probably. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. I mean, the, the the other big story that came out this week was the Alex Guerrero news. I hate this. This is like literally one million on my fucking list of things to care about. The Patriots is this fucking Alex Guerrero story. This fucking guy has he? been. What's that? Who is he? So he's fucking Brady's partner, right? The TB twelve guy, creator, founder. Uh-huh. That he's been like, there's been so many negative things said about him that he's like, he, he, so he basically, I think he came out like originally before he knew Tom Brady and said that he like, I don't know, he, he invented some serum, literally like a snake oil salesman. He like invented some serum that like eight out of 10 people it cured their cancer, basically like fucking crazy shit. Was it, how's he, and he got he busted do? for it. Does it work for liver disease? Because I think I might have something kicking up. Possible. <laughs> yeah. You don't have contact TB12. All right. Um, so they had him like, you know, I don't know if they rested him, whatever they did, but like he met Brady later on down the line. I don't even know how. And he's developed this fucking TB12 method of pliability and eating right and drinking right and all this shit. And it's always, it's, you know, it seemed like it's worked for Tom, which is good. And it's, you know, lengthened his career and he, he looks good and plays good. And then, so he, you know, Tom basically wants him around. He's got his, like, own, that, you know, they got Patriot Place down there, and he's got his own, like, fucking shop, you know, where he yeah, goes. Yeah, he's, like, his own stuff. trainer and everything. Yeah, it's, like, he's a gym like, and stuff. Yeah. But, like, he was coming to the stadium and treating Tom, which, I mean, it is fucking right down the street. It's not like it's fucking, he's going from uh, Connecticut to fucking Foxborough. He's, he's literally, you could walk there in half a second. So, it's not the biggest deal that he's there. So I guess what was happening, you know, he was he was there. He was on the fucking team plane. He's uh, you know, on the sidelines of the games, like training with Brady. And uh, you know, I don't really know the extent of it because nobody's gonna tell you. But the Boston Globe put out a hit piece because it's the same people that get, you know, it's owned by John Henry, who gets jealous of any time the Patriots have success. So the same guy that wrote. This is why I put very little credence in it. So the same guy that wrote the article about Alex Guerrero being like you know, banned from the stadium and, and not being able to be around the Patriots, which has already been proved false because he was there like two times last week and he was there today. Um, it's, um, what do you call it? So they, so I lost my train of thought for a second. So uh, the same guy wrote the article. Oh, it's the same wrote- guy that um, he wrote the article saying that Brady like uh, took from his, the best buddies charity to give to his charity or something, or he got paid to like promote the best buddies charity. Remember, he, they tried to like unveil that Brady was like, 
not as charitable as it seemed he was or something. But he was, like, taking – I don't know. He got, like, $5 million or something from Best Buddies to, like, promote Best Buddies. And instead of – you know, he didn't keep the money. He, he put it through, like, his TB12 foundations and, like, all other charities. But he was like, why are you, you know, basically, why would you get paid to take, you know, to be charitable? So it was like, tried to, try, they tried to make him look like an asshole. So like write an article about Yemen or something. You're yeah. fucking dumb. Retail. You're worried about fucking charities. That yeah, they were worried about, like, Tom Brady, who is, everyone seems, like, is it the nice, says, like, the nicest guy ever. Fucking Alejandro Villanueva, the, the tackle of the Steelers, had a, had a thing in the news last week saying that all his buddies that are still in Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff are getting like video messages from Tom Brady telling him to like, you know, he's supporting them and stuff. And he's not doing that for anything. He's just sending out videos. Yeah. I hear he's getting a Bitcoin for every video he makes. Yeah. He's getting sent back. He's getting Bitcoins. He's fucking making money. Exactly. They all, all they want to do is talk about what Tom Brady's doing wrong when he's not doing anything wrong. Uh, you know, they're just waiting for him to slip up. And the Boston Globe hates anything. The Patriots do well. They're just bored. They can't sell things do well. Cause well, the Red Sox fucking own it. Hmm. So if the Red Sox are in shambles because they've done nothing in free agency or and the fucking Yankees are getting all these big players, fucking they're going to try and attack the Patriots and bring them down because the fucking st- the Red Sox stink right now and they aren't making anything happen. So Alex Guerrero basically, first of all, non-employee of the Patriots, was like in the stadium helping other players. Like basically they say he's got an abrasive attitude, basically button heads with the fucking training staff who's paid and trained to do their job, right? They're being paid by the Patriots to do their job. And this guy's coming in non-paid from the team and fucking, you know, introducing ideas to them that the team doesn't want. He's not being paid for it. Why would you take this guy on a fucking trip, you know, to the sidelines to treat the quarterback? What the fuck? What if he hurts somebody stretching him out? What if he fucking... He's he's not on the team's insurance. He's fucking... You're going to, like... He's just some random guy that Tom Brady likes. You're going like, to let him stretch you out? And fuck, what if he hurts a fucking Brandon Cook stretching him out before the game? Yeah, and if you're not doing what his thing is, not, like maybe in, they're not ready to do these. You he's know. not insured fucking yeah. through the team. He's fucking putting, you know, he's not part of the team. He's not part of the program. He's Tom Brady's, you know, guy. He, they, they made it seem like he's banned from talking to him. They're, they can still be partners. He can still come to the stadium and work with Tom, but he can't work with all the other players. Yeah. You know, it's not, they can't do that, which I don't see anything wrong with it. I mean, he fucking put his foot down. He's the fucking boss. Bill Belichick's the boss of the team. Oh, absolutely. Right. He's the head coach, the general manager. He controls everything football. So this guy's coming in and fucking, you know, jumping ahead and button heads with his training staff that he pays to do their job. Why the fuck wouldn't he? Why would he let him stay there just because his quarterback? He's, Tom Brady has never been anything more, less than a fucking, you know, stand up team guy that fucking, you know, follows the leader he doesn't fucking make waves you know what i mean no. he doesn't make waves he he follows and listens to the coach what the coach says he's always said that he does what the coaches tell him he does not a fucking prima donna diva he doesn't care what you know he thinks is best which he's, is probably why brady has five and peyton only has two super bowls is because peyton was uncoachable peyton was the offensive coordinator he made all his own calls he made everything so it's like yeah at some point that doesn't work that's like the problem with kind of like LeBron. Like you got to be coachable to an extent. Like how can you like? I don't know. I just so, no so Belichick just drew a line in the sand and says, "I'm the fucking boss. This is what's happening, and that's it." And I don't think you're going to hear a word from it from Brady, even though every single question at the press conference today was about it. Yeah, Brady probably is like, uh, no, well, it was no, all to Belichick. Is, yeah. But once Brady fucking talks 
tomorrow or Friday, that's all it's going to be about. Mm. I know they already asked him on WEEI, and he was like, I have no comment. Like, he's just not going to say that. He's going to listen to the coach because that's his boss and that's his job is to and be it's probably the quarterback not a big deal. of the team. He, they probably sat down and was like, hey, Tom, you want to get work done? Just go to Do his it. thing. Yeah. And make or he it. can come here and just work on you. Like, yeah. it's, stop fucking we just getting in everybody's just gonna way. Make this, yeah, we can't have it be a distraction. Yeah. All right, done. End of story. Now it's fucking That's exactly what it is. Five days of fucking talks. <laughs> that's all they want to talk about is this fucking guy because he is a shady character that nobody really knows about. Tom backs him. I just hope that fucking, you know, because none of his stuff's, like, proven. The only thing that's, like, proof is basically Tom Brady's play. You know it's, what I mean? I don't know. I've been going to yoga for about four to five weeks now, and I'll tell you I'll this. I'll tell you, you look thin <laughs> and more pliable by the day. Oh, uh, yeah. You should see my shoulder flexibility, my hips. I opened the hips right up. Pop. Actually, I'm going to get Big Mike Tachara on yoga. He doesn't know this yet, but I'm going to get him. Uh, He'd look good in yoga pants. I'm going to get him some DDP yoga. Yeah. Send it right to his house, drop it off. He has some hip problems. DDP yoga. Yeah. Diamond Dallas pages. He do the diamond cutter. <laughs> he mixes in. Yeah, so I, I I don't put anything into this dumb Alex Guerrero thing. I don't think it's gonna affect I don't think it's affecting its play. Like t- they they like try to like bring in like, well, this happened four weeks ago and Tom Brady's thrown an interception in four straight games. And, Are they serious? No, yeah. Oh, yeah the, that's hilarious. So it's all because cause he's a baby. Because he's a baby boy and his, his little coach the can't pressure that's been getting on the court. His coach can't be there. His, that his, is, his masseuse can't be there, so he's gonna throw interceptions because he's, I do love he's that not one. in the game anymore. Because he didn't look in the game in that in that last drive against Pittsburgh. It didn't seem like he was excited about the team. Or when everyone always throws up the air. You know how they stop the Patriots when you get pressure on the quarterback? Yeah. It's like, you know what? We're big on giving the quarterback time. Yeah. In our defense, we like to let him settle in the pocket. You know, feel himself up. You got to cover the receivers, time. get pressure on the quarterback. That's how you beat the Patriots. That's oh, it. Score more, score a lot of points, yeah. and you'll be good. Oh, great. Yeah, one more point than them. Uh, so you get the Buffalo game this week, like we said. Both teams have something to play for. That's the only thing I think is helping. If the Patriots were the one seed with one game, in the you know one game lead over the uh, Steelers, I think you'd see a lot different team. I think that they're going to come out ready to play this game at home. They have to. It's Christmas, Jesus, Christmas, snow, you know Santa, all that stuff, fun stuff. Tom Brady's going to come out there. He's going to come ready to play. Um, you know it would feel good to shut down another fucking AFC East opponent. I mean this is perfect. Eliminate an AFC. I don't know if it eliminates them, but it would probably hurt them. I mean, uh, to, pretty much. Yeah, they'd be yeah. They'd be eight tied and, with like Baltimore. They'd be eight and seven or something if they lost. So you know, it'd be you know, Patriots at home should knock down an AFC East opponent. Opponent, no problem. When you both have something to play for, you should be ready to come out and play. I know Buffalo is going to come ready to play. That's all I'm saying. I think this coach is pretty good that they get. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think it's going to be another field goal game. Like, I don't even really think. I don't know, I'm nervous. I really think I really could see the Pats being the three seed this year. I hate I hate what you're talking about right now. I don't like it either. Which would uh, also this question that must mean the AFC has to be better than the NFC. I mean, I don't think the NFC is very good. Who's I mean, getting the NFC? You get the Rams. You get Rams look a lot better than I thought. Eagles are probably Vikings done. I think the Vikings are going to be the NFC champion. I the do. Eagles are good. Nick Foles is good. Good enough. But I don't think you could beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Oh no! But you get the Vikings, the Eagles, and the Rams. I think the There's only no team Carolina is actually pretty good. Yeah, but I think the only team that could beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl would be the Vikings. I don't see a rookie head coach beating Belichick. Um, you know, I mean, even the Rams. You know, they got Wade Phillips. They got a pretty good defense. But I don't think a rookie head coach is beating Belichick. I don't think. Um, I don't think uh, who's the other team that I was just the talking Vikings? about? Vikings. No, I think the Vikings are the only team that have a chance. 
because oh, they have the a good Panthers? defense, a good coach. Panthers uh, always beat halfway. the Pats. Yeah, they have beaten the Pats, but I think that they fucking figure it out this time because they played them already this year. You know how hard it is to beat the Patriots twice in a row, twice That's in true. the same season. Uh, so, anyways, I if we're going predictions, I'm going uh, twenty six to twenty four. Ooh, wow! Ah, Patriots! Wow, you wanted I gotta to go, do it. You wanted to go. Bills? I can't predict it. I'm not gonna predict it. I don't really think it. See, uh, I think the Patriots. Are, I you know I could see a way where there was a couple years ago where. I can't remember. Maybe it was 2013 or something. They were like the one seed, and they had to win out two like division games. And I think they played Buffalo at home and like Miami at home or the Jets at home. It might have been the same schedule that they have now. And they went down like two touchdowns to both teams, both games, and they came back both times. Uh, I could see that happening. But I think if the Patriots go down in this game, it's going to be tough to win. So I think the Patriots got to get an early lead, and I think they stay on top. 27-13 victory. Oh, they're going to battle. I, I Honestly, I think it's going to be an absolute battle, and I think they're going to have a, a lot of trouble basically with Sean and Tyrod like all day long, just running the ball. I don't know. I think at home with the noise, especially, you know. If you remember that first Buffalo game, Tyrod marched all the way down the field the first drive, threw a pick in the end zone. And then the game was over. That's what then I mean. the next drive, he did the same thing. He threw back-to-back picks on, on the first couple of drives when it was like, oh, they're moving the ball on us. Like, oh, shit. Which is like, all right. It's weird, but I mean, like you fix those couple mistakes. I don't know. I just I think it's I don't know. Tight. I mean, he's 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 a decent quarterback. Um, I don't know if Kelvin Benjamin's playing. I know they they lost another receiver. Uh, what's the name? Jordan Matthews is out. He's not playing. Oh yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle. I think the Patriots are just gonna outplay him. I think Gronk's gonna come ready to play because he made that dumb mistake. I think the Bills are gonna come ready to play him. I think it's gonna be a big game for the. Yeah, Gronk looks real healthy. Yeah, he looks fucking ready. I don't remember to go. him being this healthy this late in the season. Knock on wood. Yes, knock on wood. I don't remember him that's looking this nervous. fresh. So um, that's a good sign. You know, you get this win, and maybe Pittsburgh fucking chokes. Maybe you know, maybe Pittsburgh chokes and Jacksonville choke. You get a fucking, you can rest Gronk. Probably can't, but you're gonna have to. You just win out. Just concentrate. Do your job, like like Bill says. Yeah, Pittsburgh's. Um, they have like the fucking Browns Houston and yeah, the, the Browns. Browns. Yeah, they get probably the two worst teams right now. Yeah, nobody left. And Jacksonville has some trash teams too. I think they got the Titans on the road. That's a tough. Oh, game. that's actually a tough one. So they this like, week? No, I think that's next week. Next week, but that is a tough one. So we'll see. I think the Patriots pull it out. Um, I've I don't think I've ever picked against the Patriots on this podcast. Never. I don't once. know why I would. Uh, this is a Patriots pro Patriots podcast. I'm a homer. Never said I wasn't. I'm an admitted homer. So, uh, anyway, I mean, getting a lot of good feedback, a lot of good emails this week. Uh, my guy Noah got back to me. Noah, my pal. My, my my boy Matt from Framingham. My boy uh, Steve from Alaska, which he's probably not from Alaska. I just like that he, call, he calls himself Steve from Alaska. I do like it, too. He's got a lot of good stuff. Um, and uh, Tammy just keeps bringing the heat. You oh, Tammy, Tammy. Yes, Tammy, the hater. One of our haters. We've got many. Of which there are many haters and losers. Of which there are many. Yeah. Um. You know, a lot, a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of Texas emails this week. I don't know. A lot of Pittsburgh emails. A lot of mean Pittsburgh emails this week. Man. That's all right. I take it in stride, and I fall, I just send back the picture of Jesse James with his hands off the ball. I would die laughing if. Uh, I, honestly, if they just lose first round to Pittsburgh at this point, they just feel like they just this is it for them. Pittsburgh, the, yeah, I don't. I, I just feel like they done. fucking shot their best load. Yeah, 
uh, last week against the Patriots. Antonio and Brown just, got hurt. Coaching the all the coaches are fighting with each other, and the, the yeah. quarterbacks fighting with the guy. It's over. Roethlisberger's got one foot out the door already. Anyway, he's ready yeah. to retire. As he it is, he wanted to retire. He wanted to retire last year, and they probably were like Antonio Brown. We still got an awesome offense. We got a great chance to win the Super Bowl this year, and then. He, He's like, all right, I'll play again one more time. I don't even remember him being in a walking boot yet, which is only – it has to be around the corner. <laughs> he He's loves, due for he the boot. Love, he loves his walking boot. It's a big bit on the PF, PMT or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, do they part of my take, Part of my take is walking boot. Hey, Ben. Yeah, they do a bit. <laughs> Pretty funny. But anyway, um, keep sending those emails. Um, I love them, even if if they're hateful. Hate speech. Um, Malcolm Go Podcast. You recognize at, all speech. Yes, Malcolm Go Podcast at gmail.com. Twitter at Malcolm Gopod at Brady Disciple. Um, those are the good ones. Tyler, you got anything to plug? Uh, well, if you're listening to this tomorrow, which is Thursday, come to Walnut Street Cafe Ooh, in Lynn. Lynn, is eight o'clock. Lynn Mass. Yeah, or uh, December 29th and 30th, Nick's Comedy Stop. So, ooh, that's a big one. That's come on out, come that's see the, the biggest club in uh, in Boston. The most historic, some the, might say. Some would say that. Where Bill Burr, Louis C.K. Uh, I don't know if you want to bring him up at this point, but Louis C.K., Patrice O'Neal, I mean, all the boys. all the big boys uh, got Bobby their start. Telly. Joe Rogan, a lot of the big uh, stars got their start. So, uh, you know, maybe you're next, or maybe I'll pop in and do a quick five. Who knows? Tone. All right, until then, go Pats. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has uh-huh. Wilson. Quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. The You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.